Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. It is Saturday. I actually forgot already. Is it the 18th or the 19th? I forget. Every day is Saturday, especially today, and I forgot what day it is. Sorry about that. Anyways, it's either the 18th or the 19th. Just so you know, on Saturday, something that we do special just for you all out there in YouTube land. We will be going live at 8 a.m. for a live Q&A session. Thank you, Nathan. It is the 19th. I had forgotten. And then if you are in one of my courses, we will be doing a live stream in Facebook at 9 a.m. One second, everybody. Somebody wants to say hi. This little guy right here doesn't like me sitting in the corner. He thinks I'm alone, so he wants to come sit on my lap. That is Sunny. if you're new to the channel. So again, the daily financial news is something we do together every day, seven days a week, every day, seven days a week, because you just never know when there's going to be something that could move the needle to help you make some money, help you save some money, understand cost of capital, all of that good stuff. Before we get started, we have two people to congratulate. First and foremost, Nathan, congratulations. Sorry, I missed it. I should have sent it out earlier. Got lost in the flux. I apologize, buddy. Nathan, your card is going out. And then uh, I believe it's pronounced Dr. Asalad, something like that. I apologize for messing that up. Your Instagram handle didn't have your name, but that is your uh, page or your title. So I am sending you a card as well. Uh, Again, folks, if you don't know what this is, this is something that I am doing to basically see if I'm making a difference, right? These uh, shows, you know, it takes an hour or two of my day, seven days a week, and I want to know if it is working. So if you're able, if one rental at a time helps you, YouTube, books, courses, whatever it is, let me know and I will count it. So on to the daily financial news. Where should we start? Uh, Let's actually start with the week ahead because I want to close with housing. I actually have some surprising thoughts or opinion on housing that we'll close with. But first, the week ahead. First and foremost, if you don't know, and I forgot or didn't know, Monday is a holiday. I had no idea. Yes, folks, it is President's Day. Means the stock market, likely bond market. I didn't actually check the bond market, but the stock market will be closed. Banks, things of that nature. So yes, uh, Monday is a holiday. I hope you have a three-day weekend. I hope you get to enjoy it. Tuesday. Uh, We got a lot of earnings on Tuesday. We got Home Depot, Macy's, Toll Brothers, Caesars, and Palo Alto Network. For me, each of those are going to tell a different story. Home Depot uh, is going to tell us, are we still remodeling? Are we doing something else? Macy's is the retail buyer still shopping. Toll Brothers, I want to know from Toll Brothers, because Toll Brothers, if you don't know, they are higher-end home builder. What is going on, right? We had a consumer sentiment number, was it two weeks ago, that was earth-shatteringly bad. And when I dug in deeper, it was the quote-unquote rich, the 100K families uh, income and more that were uh, 
nervous. So I think Toll Brothers would have that data of all the builders. So we shall see. Caesars, it's an entertainment, right? Are we finally getting out and enjoying ourselves? And Palo Alto Networks. Palo Alto Networks for me is one of those technology or software plays that's like, hey, as long as they're doing good, something is still working. If for whatever reasons, Palo Alto Network had a miss or buyers stopped uh, because they are in the security space, I think it would be a sign for other tech companies that they are in trouble. In addition, on Tuesday, we will have Case Schiller. Remember, Case Schiller is one of those reports that's two months old and almost irrelevant, but we talk about it still. We do get FHFA home prices as well. And then we will get a peek at consumer confidence. Everything about the consumer is going to be vitally important because right now we have cross currents. We have sentiment numbers that are bad, but we have retail sales that are, I'm going to call them okay. I don't think they're nearly as good as the numbers say, but hey, there we go. Wednesday, we got eBay, Lowe's, Molson Coors, and Sleep Number. Each of those, again, will tell us about the consumer. Sleep Number is obviously a very expensive mattress company, right? Are we still buying the extras uh, or are we downgrading, right? What is going on? Molson Coors, how the Super Bowl go, all of those things. Lowe's, like Home Depot, what is going on? And then eBay, right? Is online still working? Thursday, we got Alibaba, Daimler, SeaWorld, Coinbase, Etsy, VMware. Lots of stuff. What's going on with the consumer? What's going on with technology? What's going on in Europe? And obviously with Alibaba, what is going on in China? We will also get the initial jobless claims and new home sales. Remember, builders from last week were telling us that they are not very uh, confident. Lots of dead days. Takes forever for garage doors, windows, cabinets. Really a tough business to be in today. And also on Thursday, it could be a market moving day because we have six, yes, folks, six Fed presidents speaking. Uh, always an interesting day when you get that many Fed presidents speaking. Friday, Friday is the big day. Every week there's a day that's kind of like that's the day we're going to need to talk. Uh, Friday we get PCE, personal consumption expenditure. This is the Fed's favorite inflation gauge. I think it was 5.6 last month. We're going to see, is it still rising? Has it plateaued? What is going on there? In addition to that, we will get earnings reports from Foot Locker, Cinemark, uh, pending home sales, and then consumer sentiment. Again, a very important week. And just for grins, next Saturday, Berkshire Hathaway reports. They often report on Saturdays because why not report on Saturdays? Why not? So now let's talk about housing. I'm going to talk about housing in two different chunks. First and foremost, January home sales. January home sales were up 6.7% from December despite record low inventory. The annual rate of sales went up to 6.5 million sales. Year on year, sales were down 2.3%, but that is because of supply. Supply is down 16.5% year on year to a record low of 860,000. Normal supply is between 1.6 and 2 million. We are again at record supply. 
Prices now are 15.4% higher than last year for a total of 350300 When you peel back the numbers, there are some very interesting things that I think we need to recognize. Homes between one hundred k and $250,000 were actually down 23%. No inventory. That's where the one rental at a time community likely plays. That's certainly where I try to buy. Homes, 750000 to a million, up 33%. And homes over a million were up 39%. I find those numbers very interesting because just two weeks ago, I believe, we talked about the consumer sentiment number being really bad, especially for people who make families who make 100K, but yet they are buying homes. So it's again, remember, sentiment is not behavior. It's an opinion. It's a mood. We need to watch activity. And given that home sales are up 33 and 39% respectively, I would argue they're feeling okay. We do need to realize that these closings, because these are actually closed sales, were actually contracts signed likely in late November or sometime in December. So again, important, before rates rose. If you signed a contract in November, you probably had rates still in the threes, probably the low threes. So finally, what I did because I was reading these articles yesterday, I was thinking about why we have no supply of homes. Why is supply going down? So when you think about this, at least from an economic perspective, you really have two levers to pull on. You have supply and you have demand. So let's think about this. First and foremost, I wanted to look at transactions because supply is a moment in time. If you have these record low inventories, like 860,000 record low three, four months in a row, you would think transactions were down. So I looked. Again, Google is your friend. Total sales in 2017, so we went back pre-pandemic, 6.1. 2018, 5.96, call it 6 million. 2019, the last year pre-pandemic, 6 million. 2020, 6.5. 2021, 6.5. The pandemic, we jumped the number of transactions, half a million, which probably, at least I would not have guessed, right? We hear about these record low supplies, When I think record low supplies, I think less transactions. It's actually the complete reverse. I would say we don't have a supply problem. How is that? How can you not have a supply problem, Michael, when we have 860,000 homes? We have a demand problem. Demand is higher than it has ever been, which is a wrinkle that I did not think I would get to. We have record demand from millennials. We have record demand from people keeping their home, turning it into a rental and buying another one, buying a second home. We have Airbnb, we have Wall Street, we have millennials coming into the market. We, I believe what I'm closing with here is the Fed. Yes, folks, the Fed via commercial banks, right? The Fed actually doesn't print money, right? They buy, they basically the banking system 
quote unquote, prints money via fractional lending. I believe what has happened over the last two years is banks has made it extremely easy to lend and borrow. And we have been buying like hotcakes. It has been easy to make money in real estate. People wanted new homes or second homes. So I actually think we look at supply like 860,000. But what we're really seeing is crazy demand. It is the excess liquidity. It is exceedingly low rates. You know that I believe natural rates are more like 5%. There was a time where you could get 30 year money at two and three quarters. That is abnormal, not healthy, not good, but it happened. I believe what will happen over the next couple of years is this stuff will be extracted. Yes, via inflation, probably via taxes, and yes, via losses. If you heard my conversations with Jonathan Twomley and Anna Kelly this week, I am very nervous for the apartment sector, all the syndicators who have done bad structured deals. I think a lot of LPs are going to lose their money or have capital calls because it's just not that easy. And we've had a couple of years of funny money and low rates and banks willing to lend. It's crazy to think. We have record low inventory, but transactions are up. That's a demand problem. It's actually not a supply problem. What about that? All right, let me know what you think below. Tune in in about 17 minutes or so. We will go live from my computer. We will have some fun together for an hour. Answer any and all of your questions. And as we wrap it up, again, something I'm doing as I close is I'm showing you things that are going up in my office. First, this is the first thing going on my vision board. Yes, folks, I want one of these YouTube plaques. This is the plaque for getting 100,000 subscribers. This is going on the top of my vision board. I'm working very hard for one of these someday. If you want to help support me, you want to help get me there, subscribe. Ask your friends to subscribe. Tell your network to subscribe. Let's get this channel and the daily financial news to 100,000 subs. And then I have a couple of pictures. We got Spencer Cornelia, awesome YouTube channel. We have my uh, experts where I'd spoken at an event. And then we have another note. The note says, the goal that you all that you all put out there on a daily, weekly basis, all for free, is absolutely insane. The only thing that could be more insane is not consuming it and taking advantage of it. Thank you, Mike, for everything you do, everything you're about. And thank you for all the incredible guests that come and share their wealth of knowledge every day. One rental at a time is different because we bring experts to talk about things and we don't always agree. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. You changed my life. I'm forever grateful. Let's keep going. Folks, these are the things that are going on my vision board. I'm going to see when I walk in. I'm going to see it when I walk out. If you want to send me a note, you want to send me some selfies, send them over. They'll get on the board. Take care of yourself. Talk soon. Bye-bye.